Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Baseball Insiders. I am Adam Weiner. I'm joined today by special guest co-host Peter Dewey. And it is wild card week. Typically, that is a statement reserved for the NFL. But now that we've got a wild card series before the DSs, baseball gets to share some of that joy. And the playoffs begin tomorrow. They have ranked the games for us, basically. They're like, do you want to watch the Rangers and Rays? You sure? Well, that game's first. You guys can settle in, go about your work days, get ready for uh, when the Phillies and Marlins start. That's 8.08 p.m. every day. Somehow the Astros worked their way out of the wild card schedule. Congrats to them at the very last minute. I honestly didn't even know that was possible. Uh, shout out to the Doomer Astros fan on our show a week ago who said we were dumb for thinking that the Astros would just skate into the playoffs. We don't know this team they're facing more adversity this year. They're less equipped for it. They're not, they don't have the same heart as the old. Well, you swept the Diamondbacks and you won a series from the Mariners on the road. Now you're the NL, the AOS champions. So congratulations. We told you that would happen. Uh, but Peter is here to break things down. We're going to do a preview of these wildcard series rapid fire. We're going to make a pick up top in every series. Then we got a list of questions that we're just going to do one after another. Best home field advantage, surprise playoff hero, round MVP. Uh, we'll do it all, and then we'll come back uh, for the DS once those series are settled. And Robert will be back with us on Thursday. Uh, but shout out, Peter. Thanks for joining me. And uh, sorry I did like a little minute-long monologue up top before tossing to you. But always love having you, and thanks for helping us out today. Yeah, of course. I'm excited. Uh, it's nice. I think the one thing that baseball does probably better than any sport is the quick turnaround from the regular season to the playoffs. You don't really have that break. So it's a, uh, it's nice to have the the quick turnaround on Tuesday. I'm excited to, to get it going. I think uh, we actually ended up with some pretty good uh, series, even though the wild cards both kind of came down to the last day of the season. I was in, in, interested in see how it was going to work out. And I think it worked out where we're going to have some pretty fun matchups. Yeah, it was a bummer to see uh, Game 162 being only a meaningful day for seeding purposes, mm -hmm. not for teams making the postseason. But it did result in some last-minute kookiness. The Astros, who I very much plan to be in this wildcard series in Minnesota, a series they probably would have won anyway, will instead get an extra week off and be hanging out ready for the winner of uh, – who do they even they, – they, they are now – they play the winner of uh, Tampa of Toronto and Minnesota, so yeah, they so might end up getting the Twins anyway. Twins, regardless, and then they'll win that series, and they won't. They won't have to do it on the road. But uh, luckily, we don't have to talk Houston for at least one episode. We'll see if we have some game threes for you when we go live on Thursday. That might be fun. Uh, but regardless of the round and whether the Astros are in it or not, the promo code for today's show comes courtesy of Bet Three Six Five. Baseball fans, that's you, folks. Bet365 has increased their sign-up offer ahead of the MLB playoffs. New users who register for Bet365 with our code BASEBALLIN, it's right there on the screen, are now eligible to receive $365 in bonus bets. All you have to do is deposit $10, place a $1 wager on any game, 
Once you place that first bet, you will instantly receive $365 worth of bonus bets, whether you win or lose. Just make sure to use the code baseball in when you sign up. By using our code at sign up, you not only receive 365 in bonuses, but you will also be directly supporting the podcast. So if you've not signed up for Bet365, join with the code baseball in, place that first bet. This offer is only available to new customers who are 21 plus and physically present in legal gambling states. Please remember to always gamble responsibly. Check the episode description for the full terms of the offer to see if you qualify. And join us in the Discord. Become a YouTube member. Peter is there relaying betting tips in the betting channel. Also, plenty of time to talk to both Robert and myself between shows. Chance to ask Robert questions ahead of episodes, between episodes. And again, Thursday's show should be big. A lot of off-season stuff already. And as the playoffs drag on, we'll be talking about High and Bloom's replacement. We'll be talking about Nick Crawl getting the bump in Cincinnati. And of course, Justin, hopefully we will be talking about the Dodgers long into the offseason. 100 wins is insane for the L.A. Dodgers. And uh, non-consecutive years, that's not fair. 2020, you couldn't win 100 games. I'm sure some fans will try to asterisk them and say, yeah, but I'm sure something would have gone wrong in 2020. You guys are lucky. 100 wins is 100 wins. Four full seasons in a row is four full seasons in a row. And we will do Dodgers in-depth when the NLDS arrives. But for now, let's talk wild card. And we might as well start by predicting the Rays and Rangers. Uh, the first series on the docket for viewing on Tuesday, in my opinion, not the least interesting series of the four. I think the Rangers had a nice late season rally recovery. The Rays never took the foot off the gas pedal. They uh, powered through the Blue Jays this weekend. They certainly didn't have to, but they had a pretty solid uh, pre-playoff showing and uh, Peter, you and I are going to be watching game one because Jordan Montgomery is starting game one of the postseason for the Texas Rangers about a year after we were told that he would not be starting a playoff game for the Yankees. And it was a smart idea to trade him for a man in a walking boot. So uh, first of all, cool. But second of all, <laughs> who you have in this series? Yeah, it's it's going to be tough. Uh, I honestly kind of want Monty to pitch well at this point. Of course, and just of stick course. one to stick one to Brian Cashman again, because I am I'm, that trade was horrendous. But um, I like the Rays in this series, man. I, I really do. I think uh, the fast start, in a way, it overrated them at the beginning of the season. And then throughout the season, I think it underrated them because they got off to the fast start. They lost the division lead. Um, but, you know, they still ended up having a great season. Like the Baltimore Orioles were just a little bit better. But it's not like Tampa Bay was, you know, limping into the wild card. As you mentioned, they closed the season pretty strong. I like their pitching. I think Glasnow, Eflin, those first two games is going to be really tough to beat. Um, and I just don't think – I think this Texas team is kind of the complete opposite. They were hot the entire season. Then you came down the stretch, and they really struggled. They got back into the division lead, and then they lost it again. So I don't really love Texas in this spot. I don't love their pitching. I think the, the Rays are the team to back in this series. Yeah, congrats to the Rangers for eventually rallying and securing their spot in the postseason – um, and I, I, I certainly count me among those who maybe did not think that was going to happen. But what did they do the last 10 days of the season? They beat up Seattle at home in the airplane hangar that they call a stadium. They go on the road to the Mariners with a somewhat sizable lead in the AL West all of a sudden. And then they bungle it, lose the exact number of games they need to lose to hand the division back to the Astros, who beat the D or squeaked by the D-backs with Jose Urquidy on the mound in an extremely impressive gut check victory then the d-backs lose another one wimply but uh clinch a playoff spot they beat them one more time in the hangover game so 
Good job on that. But the Mariners squeaked by the Rangers yesterday on the strength of George Kirby's Tim Wakefield tribute knuckleball and uh, sending Tim Wakefield's family love, of course. I will not blast Kurt Schilling during the wildcard round preview, but just know that nothing but love for Tim Wakefield's family. That was horrific. From what I heard, he was in the uh, stands and behind the scenes at Fenway up until the penultimate series of the year in Boston. So this is a very recent development, and he uh, we lost him far too young and far too quickly. Uh, but enough of that. Uh, shout out to yeah George Kirby for delivering the win yesterday and sending Texas on the road where I do not believe in them. I am picking the Rays as well. I think the Rays, uh, Brandon Lau is a huge loss for this team. Not going to minimize that. Of course, potentially their MVP and potentially the league's MVP for a good deal of this season will not be playing in this series either. And his big league future is in doubt. Uh, The Rays lose pitcher after pitcher, but they have glass now for this series. Who knows how much longer they have him. Uh, they managed to survive plenty of the regular season without him. Uh, I love what the Rays do year in and year out. And I think they haven't gotten a chance to make a big October statement after all of their recent regular season success. You want to devalue the Dodgers run in 2020. People devalue theirs as well. 2021 was their season and somehow they managed to win game one of the DS and still lose the opening series to the Red Sox in four. I have the Rays advancing as well. And I think they probably advance one more round beyond this but we will talk about that i'm sure at a later date let's do the Phils and marlins first too because uh look i thought this one might be a consensus pick but i think uh we may differ on this guy who do you have in philly's marlins i'm gonna go uh a little crazy here i think the marlins can win this series man i think a three game series sets up well for the Marlins more than it does for the Phillies. If this was a seven-game series or a five-game series, I'm taking the Phillies every single time. But the Marlins' pitching is so good. I know they don't have Yuri Perez, but they have the pieces, I think, to at least go pitch for pitch with the Phillies. They beat them seven out of the 13 times they played in this season, even though they got outscored. So they still found a way by nine runs, I believe. I think it was Mm 64-55 in the season series. They still found a way to win the season series. They've also beat up on Aaron Nola this year, um, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later in the show, and he's pitching game two. So if somehow Miami steals game one, I'm not super confident with Aaron Nola in game two. So um, I think the Marlins are are kind of live to win this series. I know the Phillies are a much better team um, all around, but I I think the way the Marlins got into the playoffs, they really had no business being there, and then the Cubs collapsed. Now I think they're kind of playing with house money at this point. I really like their pitching staff. I've liked it all year. I'm sticking with the Phillies. I know most will. I wouldn't be shocked if the Marlins' magic continues. Uh, They are a minus 56 run differential team this year that absolutely blew the doors off in one run games. But at a certain point, when you win that many one run games and you make that many late game comebacks and you erase a three nothing deficit in the first game of their series in Pittsburgh to keep that stranglehold on the last wildcard spot over the Cubs. It's not an accident. It's a talent. It's a propensity for coming through in late and close situations. Josh Bell and Jake Berger were not just two impactful bats added at this deadline. They were the two best bats anybody added, and Kim Ang got both of them. I love the Marlins. I love what they've been able to do with less. Jesus Lazardo and Braxton Garrett against Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola. It's not doing it for me in the same way Sandy Alcantara would. I think there's a good chance that this Phillies team is a better team, better equipped for the postseason than last year's unit, and they don't go as far. 
That's what I said last week. That's the hot take that I'm sticking with. Of course, not that hot because they run into Atlanta, probably. And they'll probably have to do it to them again if they are to advance past the DS. But I do think Philadelphia's postseason run extends beyond the wildcard series. I'm picking them. But if you watch Robert and I preview the regular season, you know that we're always wrong. So don't listen to what I say. <laughs> listen to the betting expert. Uh, what about the Brewers and Diamondbacks? Arizona sneaks in uh, a very unimpressive, ultimately, a slate of records in the NL wildcard picture. Arizona Diamondbacks, I think a lot of people felt it was a year too early for them. They also ran out to a big lead, swan dived a little bit, steadied the ship, end the season at 84 and 78, which I think a lot of people before the season probably would have said, this isn't the year for them to make the playoffs. They'll finish with something like 84 wins, then next year's the year. Well, they do, but then they also get a wild card spot. The Brewers, for me, are on a similar footing uh, to the Rays, where they clinched long ago, but they did not take the foot off the gas pedal. They embarrassed the Cubs this past weekend, and they have pitching for days. Where are you on this series? Yeah, if you can sense the theme here, I'm going with the Brewers. I'm going with the pitching. I really think that we look at playoffs, and it's year after year after year, there's so many low-scoring games and close games, teams that have pitching depth and can go to other arms when they need somebody. That's the advantage you're always going to have. I mean, the Phillies last year, honestly, with their bats, having the run they had was like the anomaly of these last couple of years of MLB playoffs. So um, I think the Brewers win this series. I just think their pitching's too good. I know uh, Arizona is supposed to go with Brandon Fat. I believe that's how you say his name. Uh, in, game, yeah. in game one, which I don't love, um, just the way it worked out for them. And, and as you mentioned, they kind of limped into this uh, – into this scenario here they lost four straight to end the season like they almost lost the a grip on the wild card spot so um i like the brewers here i think they're a little underrated uh just from the, the pitching they can kind of go toe-to-toe with anybody can their bats give you enough to make a, an nlcs i don't know about that but i think they get through the wild card round picking the brewers too and i think uh additional prediction i think game one looks a lot like the Reds Brave series from a couple of years ago where it was nothing, nothing for an eternity. And then somebody broke through uh, right at the tail end, snuck a win. Uh, I'm getting very similar vibes from the way the Brewers are going to attack this postseason. They become a trendy pick uh, to continue to move on after this round. I'm going to have to see an offensive explosion to pick them to advance past the Dodgers. But I do think that they will be beating Arizona in this series. What about the Twins and the Jays? As Justin in the comments mentioned, the Twins have an 18-game losing streak in the postseason. Uh, the Yankees only beat the Twins in the playoffs, and the Twins don't beat anybody at all at this point in time. Uh, where, you, where are you going now that we know they're hosting for the first time in a while with fans, unlike in 2020, and they don't have to face the Astros? They instead get the Toronto Blue Jays. I do think they break this losing streak, but I don't think they win the series. I'm going to take Toronto. Toronto's bats have been really cold to end the season. I believe the last month they were like 19th in OPS, which is not great. Um, but, I mean, there's just something with the Twins, man. This It's like a curse at this point. They cannot win a playoff series. I also don't love Pablo Lopez. He did not pitch well to end the season. I don't love him coming into game one against an offense that is normally pretty explosive. Um, I give Kevin Gosman the, the edge. In that game so i think if toronto stealing it sets up probably a game three for us and i i would take the blue jays at home in that scenario but uh yeah i think minnesota breaks the streak though they got to win at least one of these games if they can't win one of them it, it just might be time to dis uh to get rid of the franchise at that point i mean that, that would be crazy 
I I do hear you on that game one scenario. I, I do think Gossman has the inherent advantage over Pablo Lopez, but I'm picking the Twins at Target Field to finally get the monkey off their backs. This is the ultimate battle of postseason and regular season chokers to me. I just feel <laughs> like I would be it would be disingenuous of me to pick the Blue Jays in the first round after what I've said about the Blue Jays this year. I cannot believe they went into the season as a potential offensive juggernaut featuring Vlad Jr., featuring Bo Bichette, and took offense off the team. They traded Teoscar Hernandez. They traded Lourdes Gurriel Jr. They got Eric Swanson, a solid but unspectacular seventh or eighth inning setup man. They got Dalton Varsho and moved the fences in for him in right field, and he ended up with a 600s OPS. The power went down. I've also been battling with Blue Jays fans on Varsho all year because there were all sorts of profiles about him that came out when they made that trade. The one really embarrassing one was like his exit velocities are low because he loves to bunt for hits. It's like, no, his exit velocities are low because the contact isn't that high quality. He loves to pull the ball. He loves to get under fly balls and something got in the way of that this year. Couldn't hit the ball out to right in Toronto like he probably should have. Uh, tough year one for him year two might be better but i i'm still so upset that the blue jays went into this year with a rotation that's very strong with gossman and bassett and the potential for you coming back and barrios and kikuchi and just said we don't need that much offense we can get rid of not one but two potential all-star performers guriel makes the all-star team they also use gabriel moreno in a trade for a defense first player when they could have used him in a trade for anybody else at the deadline uh, so I'm in an ongoing feud with the Blue Jays. I can't pick them. I think they win game one and lose two and three, and Minnesota Ooh. takes care of it. But I understand that's an unpopular pick, and it could easily be the Jays, despite their cold snap to end the season. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now let's go with the rapid fire questions and we'll get all the way to the end of the episode with these fun ones. First and foremost, most likely world series winner to be playing in this round. And this question's a lot tougher now that Houston is not included. Oh, it definitely is. But I think it's going to be Tampa Bay. Um, I, I think that if there's a team that's going to come out of this round that makes the world series, I think it's going to be Tampa Bay. Uh, I just think the they, they've been there. They have guys who have been there. Obviously the Randy or Rosarenas of the bunch, like they have, experience that some of these other teams Arizona doesn't have um Texas doesn't really have I know Texas has some guys who have been there as a as a franchise they haven't been there um, so I kind of like the race I think they're the the team I think if they like I think we're talking about the race completely differently if they weren't in the AL East if they were in the central and they won the central by 15 games people would be picking them to win the world series but because they were in the east they ended up in the wild card I think people are way lower on them than they should be I agree with that. Um, I, I, I look, I love the Rays too, and I certainly have the Rays advancing past this first round. I think the most likely World Series winner in this round is the Brewers, uh, just because that pitching is a distinct advantage. Again, I'm going to need to see the offensive production, but I love the tenacity they displayed down the stretch. I love Craig Council's potential final managerial job in Milwaukee. Um, and I could certainly see a quirky Brewers team making it to the NLCS and trying to advance to the World Series if the Dodgers pitching does not hold up. And 
The Dodgers pitching has to answer a million questions. Lance Lynn isn't even penciled into the rotation. Uh, Dave Roberts was non-committal on that. He's on the bereavement list right now. He said game three, maybe, but he could be a bullpen arm, could be a bolt guy. I, the Dodgers have, uh, for a 100-win team, they're going into the playoffs with more uncertainty than any 100-win team I remember. So give me the Brewers. Um, and Justin, just one last time, I you know I know Guriel and Teoscar were both impending free agents. I know they wanted to get something for them as opposed to comp picks. I am team, if you have a chance to win a World Series with a distinct offensive advantage, then go ahead and do that. Don't make your offense worse. They took two 30 homer bats and replaced them with, I guess no one knew Varsha was going to be quite this bad, but I suspected he might be. And Kevin Kiermeyer is a, a seven homer punch and Judy clubhouse glue guy. And they took, they, they literally took offense off the roster. Um, so if you're going to do that with impending free agents, then replace it with offense. Don't just go all defense. Um, I don't know. The Blue Jays made me mad. I get it, but it, it makes me mad. It's so modern. It's so modern team building. If you have the chance with a special offense to win a World Series, win the division, win the East, go do it. Um, what about your wild card round MVP? Who you got? Yeah, I'm going to stick with uh, with my Rays here that I'm picking because I'm going to say Randy Rosarina. Playoff Randy's going to be back. 333 uh, career hitter in the playoffs. Didn't finish this season um, as strong as I would have liked. He only hit 217 in September, but in August he hit 280. Uh, his slash line was 280-409-452, so he was really uh, picking it up in August. Didn't have the best September, but I think come uh, this time of year, this is when when Randy Rosarena thrives. So I'm, I'm going to take him as my playoff MVP, or my wild card MVP. Wild card round MVP. Give me Trey Turner, who since the standing That's ovation in Philadelphia has not been uh, anything like uh, you know the, the Trey Turner that started the season. Uh, 333 in August, 299 with seven homers in September, and I am just a Phillies believer, so I'm going to go with him. Justin, I promise I will not keep going back and forth, but they fumbled keeping those players at the deadline. They were not world if, – if if the Blue Jays are still struggling and treading water at the deadline, they can trade those offense first guys. But before the season starts, I do not like removing an entire year of them, and their offense treaded water all year as a result of it. Um, I hear – I believe me, I do hear what you're saying now. Uh, yes, both of those teams absolutely viewed themselves as something that they were not and are now going to pay the price. But Toronto getting so far ahead of it with the year of control versus starting a deadline frenzy, I still dis- I just disagree with it. I understand the opposing viewpoint, but I disagree with it. What about your surprise player who could help steal a series? Yeah, uh, it's actually funny because this is going to be in, my, in that Rays series. I think Mitch Garver uh, could be something interesting for this Texas team. Uh, you look at his numbers this year, only played 87 games. He hit 19 home runs, had a really good September, hit seven home runs and hit 264. I um, think he could be a guy maybe uh, well, was trying to find somebody, you know, in a, a series that I thought was going to be an upset. So if Texas wins, in my mind, that's a, an upset here. Um, I think Mitch Garver could be a guy that I think he, a little bit in that offense where you hear the big names that they have, but then you kind of look down, you know, the board and it's like, hey, they got a catcher who's hitting 20 home runs in 80 games. That's that's pretty big. That was I mean, Garver was the guy who when the Yankees were trying to replace Gary Sanchez, I was like, can we do Mitch Garver? Does he have a home? And he he does have a home in Texas. He's extremely good at baseball. So great pick. Um, look, I'm going with an instinct pick here. I can't possibly I can't even really say it with a straight face. There are no numbers to back this up. My player hit 150 in August this year without a single home run or RBI. One homer, eight ribs in September and October with a 226 average. 
subtracted 0.5 war from his team this year. I know, I know the numbers are not in my favor. But I'm going with Yuli Gurriel because you know that if there's an upset in that Miami Philly series that the former Astro in the first round is going to be responsible for the damage. Gurriel hit 247 this year, 361 slugging, 667 OPS, 81 OPS plus. Last year in Houston, before wreaking havoc in the World Series, 242, 288 OBP, 647 OPS, 85 OPS plus. He was borderline down for the count last year. The question was, how can we bench him? Is it finally time to move on? 400 in the DS, 333 in the CS with a homer against the Yankees, a homer in each of those rounds, 316 against the Phils in the World Series. You cannot kill this man. And so if the Marlins are going to make it competitive, it will be because Gurriel showed up again, which he does every single year. I like that pick a lot. When I saw it, when when uh when I saw that one, I was like, "Oh man, we got to deal with this again." I completely forgot that like he's they they have him. I'm like, that's part. Of, I mean, that's a good thing for my Marlins pick uh, over the Phillies. I will say that. But at least the league did not let him cakewalk back to Houston like they did with Justin Verlander. Like we have to deal with him again, true. but he's somewhere else in a more fun spot. Very true. Very true. But yeah, I mean, why would I? Why would I bet against him? It's why I didn't bet against the Astros missing the playoffs. It's why I. I, I'm not picking the Marlins, but if they do pull it off, you know he's going to be right in the middle of it. Uh, we've both touched on these names earlier, but what pitcher do you expect to have a dud first-round series? Yeah, I, t- I said it earlier, Aaron Nola. Uh, Aaron Nola this season to me, last year I thought he was a sneaky Cy Young candidate. His FIP was insane. I thought he got underrated because he didn't get to pick up as many wins as he should have, I thought, last year. And then this year just – not the same numbers. He's kind of hovered around a mid fours ERA for most of the season. Did not close the last month of the season strong. Had a 5.47 ERA in September. And three starts against the Marlins this year. And they were pretty spread out. They were one really early in the season. One in the middle and one late in the season. Every single one of those starts, he gave up at least four earned runs. His last one, he only lasted four and a third innings. I think this Miami team might have his number. I think he gets knocked around in game two. It's a big reason why I think the Marlins have a shot to win the series. Because I think if... I really think they can win at least one of these first two games. And then you go game three in Miami, anything can happen. Oh, but they don't, uh, they stick in Philadelphia for all of these. These are home. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. They don't move. That's the best part about that's right. That's right. They don't go anywhere. These unlucky lower seeded teams get stuck in the uh, road ballparks for the entire season. So, uh, I mean, it's, and again, I think the Marlins have the tenacity to potentially pull this off at Citizens Bank Park, but uh, at least they do get unlucky in that regard. Um, I have Pablo Lopez in this category, um, and you touched on him too. And I don't think you have full faith in him. I, I don't know if he can tame even the muted version of this Toronto lineup. He's going game one, 11 earned runs across three starts in his last 15 and a third innings. That's why I'm sticking with Twins drop game one, win two and three to reverse all of that disaster in one fell swoop. But I don't think they're going to be feeling fantastic after the opener of this series. What about a standout rookie in the wild card round? Yeah, I'm just hoping to see this one. I want Corbin Carroll to have a fun wild card round. I think he's just been so great all season long. Like he's going to win the National League uh, Rookie of the Year. Like I just want to see him have the playoff moment. I think the one thing I've really just with, uh, you know, Trout being hurt all the time and there's some of these stars, like I think even just like 
the star power in baseball, like we need more stars. We need as many stars as you possibly can on as many markets as you possibly can for the game. I think if we have a big playoff series from Corbin Carroll, it's more of a national stage for him than playing in Arizona. I think he's got plenty of attention this year, but it's just, you know, you have a kid his age off the season. He has has some playoff success. I think that's just a good sign for the league going forward. Corbin Carroll is the right pick, like objectively <laughs> is probably going to be the rookie stud. And uh, the Diamondbacks are not done producing them. Jordan Lawler, Drew Jones, like the names that are going to continue to follow uh, in Arizona over the next several years. There's a lot of talent in that pipeline, just so that I don't echo the Carroll pick too strongly. I believe in Jonathan Aranda. I hope the Rays give him a chance to shine in this series. I think the bat plays better than it has so far this season. I go Aranda over Oselvis Basalve in uh in just a by a by a nose though i think both raised rookies could potentially contribute especially with the absence of Lau that we talked about earlier what about the best and worst home field advantages in this series yeah i best is philly i don't even think that's a question i think philly we all is, know for that. Me is the best in all of baseball by the way we don't even have to go like yeah wild card I, round aside i agree i think philly is the the best which is the more I've talked myself out of this Marlins pick uh, throughout this show, but I still I still believe in the Marlins. Um, but yeah, Philly's got the best. The worst, I might have to say Tampa Bay, which stinks because I also picked them. But I just like, do the Rays really have a home field advantage ever? Like, it just never feels like that to me that they do. Um, I guess you can maybe say like, I feel like Twins fans actually care though. Like we've had years of Rays fans not caring, and then sometimes it looks like they care. I don't know. I'm I'm not a big fan of the Rays home field. I don't think you get like a, a rowdy Tropicana field at any time. No, and you're not going to open the upper deck, so it'll just be the same old like yeah, get, get get go right down to the field. No matter what section your tickets say, please wander down to the sidelines. We need you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, look, I mean, I think Philly and Boston are the two best home field advantages in baseball. So Philly skates by in this round for me. The worst, I'm going to go with Minnesota, partially because of the early hour of these games. Uh, They are just in a rough spot uh, playing all these afternoon games. And I did also wade into a controversy this week watching Minnesota fans eat each other alive in Twitter replies about how, um, you know, a a local columnist was lecturing them about how they don't have the same home field other cities do and they have to show up. And the fans were like, we were allowed in the 2019 ALDS. And it's like, okay, well, when you're already bickering with your own columnists before the series starts, I don't think it's a fantastic sign for your home field advantage. So I'll go Minnesota by a nose. I think the Rays cowbells are going to be loud. I'm also still mad at the Rays just for not beating the Red Sox, not being able to close the door in the 2021 ALDS. I can't believe they didn't win that series. Randy Rosarena stole home to cement a blowout win in the first game. The Red Sox were down, I think, three or four nothing in the first inning or or up. And then the Rays fought back, took a 6-4 lead. They couldn't close it out at home. They go to Fenway. Kevin Kiermaier in a play I will never forget. uh, uh, Hunter Renfro kicks a double into the stands, keeping Kiermaier at third with what might have been the winning run in extras. The Red Sox go on to walk that off. And there's no recourse for Renfro causing the damage like knocked the ball out of play to benefit his team with a blunder. And then the umps were just like, Hey, what can you do? Balls out of bounds, two bases. Like, give me a break. He could have done that intentionally. We'll never know. Um, but classic Bostonian luck that they benefit. Their, their player is so incompetent in the field that they then benefit and win the game in the series. So yeah, I'm still angry at the 2021 Rays for that. Uh, but I do think they have a slightly better home field advantage. 
What about, for a final question, your most fun playoff bandwagon in the wild card round? Yeah, I think we're on opposite sides. So I'm going to say the Marlins, man. They have no business making the playoffs this no. year. I think we we talked about uh, playoff opportunities. Was it early August we had the show and I was on and we talked about like the, the playoff odds and kind of who was in the, the conversation, like what we should do. And I remember saying, I was like, there's just no Miami schedule is too tough. Like they don't hit. And then somehow, some way they're in the playoffs, like, it would just be fun, I think, for this being a young team. They got the the Jazz Chisholm. Uh, you know, I would love to see him just pimp a home run at Citizens Bank Park. Like that would be absolutely awesome. He would love um, that too. Yeah, like I, I would. I think that they'd be a fun team if they can. Because if they win, you know, it's going to be close games too. That's just how they've played this entire season. That you mentioned it earlier. They've just won a ton of one run games. Like I think that would be fun to root for. So. Um, an upset, I think, in the first round will be very fun. I'll go with the Marlins. I feel you. I do. But I, I just think the most – I think the Phillies are the most fun fan base this side of the Braves to be a part of right now. So if you are not a Phillies fan and you want to bandwagon somebody this uh, this wild card round and throughout the postseason, you, you couldn't do much better. Um, it's hard to deli- argue that anybody delivers more fun per capita than this team right now. Bryce Harper being the captain of that. Kyle Schwarber having a season unlike any with 47 bombs and basically breaking even on the war spectrum. Distinctly weird player. They're not fresh faces, but just enjoy the ride for as long as they're there. Now, if it's the next round, if we're talking DS, the most fun bandwagon by far are the Baltimore Orioles. But we will get to that, I'm sure, at a later date. I mean... They also get the late season death of Brooks Robinson. There's a lot of mojo going on in Baltimore right now, and it might not be all of the on-field variety. That stadium is going to be torn apart. The fans might be so loud in Baltimore that they accidentally push the left field fence back into where it should have been <laughs> in the first place. Yeah, they should. I mean, they should have kept it there, but it helped them this year. So I guess it was the right move. I guess. Very a lot of fans. Very infuriating. Well, uh, well, thanks so much, Peter, for uh, coming by, co-hosting this special Wild Card Round preview episode. And again, Robert and I are going to be live on Thursday afternoon, 3.30 Eastern, like always. And hopefully we have some Game 3 action that day. I see Justin in the comments predicting a lot of series ending in threes. I would cross my fingers and hope that comes to fruition. Peter, this was a joy. And uh, you seem to be smiling a little bit more, a little pressure off your shoulders now that the Yankee season is officially over not playing any more baseball even down the stretch when the games didn't matter it still was just very deeply annoying that they were still going on so i feel like a a weight has been lifted i'm seeing in color again like all sorts of great things and I, i can sense the same for you yeah i had uh my last yankees moment of just being done with the season was friday night i uh went to the connecticut sun liberty playoff game and i got the notification on my phone that the yankees were down nine nothing in the first inning and I go, that has got to be something wrong. Somebody messed up. There's a typo. And then I look and I was like, is Carlos Rodon serious? And I said, I need this season to be done with this baseball team. Like, yes. I just, I can't, had to be done. No, it's over. And it, the dark cloud is gone. Uh, we will move on to next season. And hopefully things will be a little better. They probably won't be. But good luck to the auditors checking through how Steinbrenner's tax returns. Uh, let me know when you fired assistant GM Michael Fishman. I would really appreciate getting the heads up on that first Uh, So we get some new analytics guys in there who actually understand what analytics uh, mean. A best home field advantage, by the way, I would throw the Liberty in there. You, you went to the uh, the Connecticut arena for game three. I was, I was at game two 
the the Tide Turner in in New York at the Barclays Center, and that crowd was insane. Uh, I would also say that they're doing a they're showing fans like celebrity fans, celebrity row. Uh, Alicia Keys was there. So was Jay Z. They didn't put them on the board, and, and they didn't appear to interact. Like they were at opposite ends of the same side of the court. Uh, and they, they they never announced Jay-Z was there. We just all saw him and we were like, well, that's obviously Jay-Z. And Alicia Keys was right down right down the road. And they did not uh, get together or pose or take photos. So kind of a bummer, but incredible crowd. And uh, Liberty, we will see you in the WNBA Finals the way it was always meant to be. Uh, Aces are rightly favored, I would say. They're terrifying. But at least the Liberty made it. And uh, we got the super team matchup that we were hoping for. Exactly. That's, that's all I'm looking forward to. That'll, that'll be a fun series, too. Yeah, well, uh, stay tuned uh, for more WNBA chat on uh, Thursday's <laughs> episode of the Baseball Insiders. Again, this episode brought to you by Bet365. The promo code Baseball In get those 365 bonus bets back if you win or lose your first bet. Bet on the MLB playoffs. Sign up if you don't have an account uh, now. There's no better time than the present. And again, the code is Baseball In. If you use that at sign up, you help yourself. You help us on the show. I am wearing a Cardinals hat. For Adam Wainwright, who retired yesterday, got a puppy uh, to celebrate his final day in the big leagues. Cardinals gave him a puppy. I got a puppy yesterday. Uh, so our name and bottom uh, bottom initial, last initial, are no longer the only thing that we share. And there are no there are now no Adam W's in, in Major League Baseball for the first time in 20 years. It was Wainwright, then it was Wainwright and Warren, and it was just Wainwright for a long time. And now we're back uh, to square one. So uh, fathers... Mothers, turn your Adam W's into baseball players. I did not have it. I didn't have what it took, but some of yours might. Uh, we need them back. We, we need to make baseball uh, the best version of itself again. Uh, Peter, thanks so much for joining me again. Uh, really fun show. I hope uh, for our sakes that we get, a, we get four game threes. We get to delay thinking about the Astros for as long as possible. And then maybe at least you know jazz up in the ninth of a one-run game at citizens bank it could be high drama could be very fun could be very fun well thanks for joining me of course uh peter's in the discord we hope to see most of you in the discord very active comment section again uh bet365 if you haven't and robert murray and i will see you on thursday afternoon take care save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get three pound rolls of juicy 80 percent lean ground beef for 349 a pound with a digital coupon then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, body armor super drink or arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details